It's time for Take 10. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host Carol Zerniel, and Dr. Jamie Heisman joins us on our Take 10 hotline. We deal with an issue that Dr. Heisman, a nationally known psychotherapist, can deal with uh, from a mental health standpoint. Carol is steeped in uh, the world of geriatrics and dealing with seniors, and I just kind of hang out here as your local friendly broadcaster. Talk to me a little bit, Carol, about we've been spending time on how depressed folks are, how awful it is, the challenges of COVID-19, and you have a great idea to lighten this up. Well, you know, I, I've been struggling myself on the roller coaster of COVID with ups and downs. And so I'm just wondering, Jamie, if you have some pearls of wisdom for us on how we might improve our mood. So um, are there any mood boosters that you recommend that we could practice at home uh, to help kind of improve our outlook? Wow, that's a great question. So I'm going to be brief, but intriguing enough to get your guys' take, because I think everybody has the answer here. That's the beauty of support groups. Um, well, first of all, you can go to, to anything. Like, you can go to green tea. You can go to, you know, a, a beautiful spa bath. You can to put, take care of pain for yourself and just, you know, take care of yourself in a fashion that you've not done before. But the key for us, from a psychology or clinical standpoint, and you've heard me do this often in our meetings, is how do we connect? How do we socially regulate? Because really, to get mood boosters at home, we have to feel safe. Uh, we have to feel that that safety is something that we can help for ourselves. So, like, when we do the breathing exercises, that's very, very cool, right? Because all of a sudden, we can feel safe. Um, if you're at home, again, and you can connect with positive, meaningful people that are, that are affirming, that are not negative energy, because negative energy will suck you blind during these days. They're energy vampires, so you have to be discerning and have boundaries. Um, and, and ultimately, you really have to, you know, dress and do the part. I mean, you cannot let yourself just go at home and decompensate in the world of coronavirus. You have to... If you want, put makeup on, you can get dressed up, you can go walk outside. You can treat yourself as if, as if the world was normal and do it through CDC guidelines. I'll tell you one thing well, my wife did. Oh, I'm sorry, Carol. She started no, gonna, a, a group. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, she started a Facebook group, uh, Mothers and Daughters and Wine, and every day they take a photo of a glass of wine posed in some way in their houses, you know, with the moms and the daughters as a way to kind of lighten the mood. It doesn't encourage overconsumption, but that Facebook page has grown exponentially. That That's funny. Well, I, you know, I was just... Uh thinking that my you know my sister told me the exactly the same thing you just said Jamie is that one day she woke up and she realized she had to get dressed she had to do her hair she had to do her makeup because she wanted to feel different exactly so if you're acting as if and not giving in to the morose kind of depressing oppressive things of coronavirus civil unrest all the things that we cannot control what can we control well we can control our reaction. And if elevating our mood is controlling our reaction, your sister was spot on. I mean, she had her own epiphany. And no doubt, it comes from your family. She did it 100%. She did it right on target. Uh, she knows her mood and answers. We know, I mean, intuitively, what blows our hair back, what our path is. So I wouldn't let ourselves go back into this world as if there is 
nothing but oppression around us, I, I would say let's let's act as if. Do that with your diet. Do it with your exercise. Do it outside. Do all the cool things that you think you could do. So do it with CDC guidelines. Right. Well, and I'll, I'll give it, throw a suggestion out there. We actually bought some little globe lights for our carport that almost look like carnival lights. And so now when I flip on the back light, these, these nice little <laughs> light bulbs, you know, go around the garage and it really cheers me up. It's quite, um, you know, it's, it's just charming. And my, there's nothing charming about my carport unless the <laughs> lights are on. <laughs> oh, but your closet just go clean that. I love it. I think that's perfect. I'd love to see that ball. Does that ball go around? Does the lights go around? I mean, no, no, no. They're just small little white lights, but um, it's like I said, it's cheerful uh, and it may it's inviting, and even though it's hot outside. So it it cheers me up, and when I flip on the black backlight. So little things like that, you know, just to, you know, caregivers can look around. Maybe it's some flowers on the table. You know, it can be small things. Now, on the serious side, because it's hard not to occasionally get serious, there, there is concern, I've read, about uh, an increase in alcohol and drug consumption uh, across the country uh, because folks who are literally trapped at home, as we're talking about, who, who may have an addiction problem are in a situation where uh, they, they drop all of the protections they've had and, and literally become uh, over-consumers. Well... Ron, I don't want to be pessimistic here, but if you take the word addiction and say the definition of this is to any behavior at all, despite adverse consequences, we live in a country, I'm sure, that disassociates and is over-consuming to disassociate. So what you're saying makes all the sense in the world. Obviously, alcohol and drugs, which are accessible and are most readily sort of reference sort of addiction, is going to happen, and this is going to be an environment that you have to be very cautious about that's going to trigger you and exacerbate you to do more and more to disassociate. But there's other addictions, and those addictions are things that just get us deeper and deeper and darker and darker. So to, to improve your mood, I mean, I love what Carol said. I mean, I would do an in, in inventory. Number one, I think you should have a gratitude list. I think you should be talking about the things you're grateful for to get you out of your head. That improves your mood. I think you can have a journal during Corona time and civil unrest time and write down your feelings and your emotions. Um, I think that you can breathe like we do with a breath work, four, seven, eight. Go to YouTube and look at it. And then I think you can sit and meditate or guided meditations. Get insight timer for your app. That can shift and change your mood. But never forget, connect with positive people that the social regulation in us will intervene on fight, flight, and freeze. I agree. Getting out of your head, that's it. And as you look, Dr. Jamie, at the options, I have to laugh. I was talking about overconsumption of alcohol. There are several companies now in San Antonio and I'm sure across the country that deliver alcohol door-to-door. One's called Drizzly. It's an app. You download whatever you want, and, man, they're at your door. It's like the old Caesars pizza ad. We guarantee delivery within an hour. And sure enough... Uh, from what a friend has told me, they do that and do it quite successfully. And there are other companies now competing with that. HEB, the large grocery chain here, now is offering delivery of alcoholic uh, uh, beverages. So uh, it's available. The consumption is there. And I'm assuming the demand is there. It is. And as soon as we start selling or bringing heroin and, and other dope and illicit narcotics to people's house in that same manner, 
we'll probably keep that sort of delivery surface happening. But hopefully one day we could look back and see that, you know, the alcohol, unfortunately, alcoholic accesses on the delivery basis like that. Um, probably needs to be looked at as a practice for sure. I know? like that. I made Jamie um, smile. <laughs> yes, yeah. It's like having your heroin addict or alcohol for that person down the street. Yeah. Your it, dealer. Right. <laughs> well, th- there's another business. I think I might have mentioned this a week ago. We were talking about who's been good for business uh, in, in COVID-19. Uh, we heard earlier today from a guest uh, that divorce attorneys have been busier than ever and veterinarians are busier than ever because people are hanging out with their pets for many more hours than they used to. And they see Fido do something and figure, wow, we got a problem here. Off to the vet they go. Isn't that like an us going to the doctor's office for a social connector, for a social regulator? Yes. I've got Bagel, my child's dog now, doing the same thing. That's funny. <laughs> we need to picture Bagel on the website. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're running out of time. We have 30 seconds left. Carol, you started it. You get to end it. Well, you know, I just encourage people, if you are finding yourself in the dumps, in the blues, um, to try some little things to help elevate your mood. Uh, it's definitely worth the effort. And, and if nothing's yeah. working, uh, tune in to the uh, Netflix humor channels. They've got some pretty good comedy channels that'll get you going. That's the best. And be kind to yourself. Finish comedy and be kind to yourself. That's the mantra. Dr. Jamie, thank you. We'll do it again. Take 10. I'm Ron Aaron, along with Carol Zernel and Dr. Jamie Heisman. Thanks for joining us. 